The following entertainment is a production of Fluent Grace Media. What you are about to hear is recorded, edited, and produced by three guys who don't have a clue what they're doing. But it just might be the best thing you hear all day. Welcome to Fluent Grace Podcast. Welcome in, Fluent Grace Podcast, episode number 41. What do you guys think about that new intro? Get out of here with your Christmas jazz. Mm. We'll give everybody three guesses as to who's playing this music. And now, come out to the dance floor. Tyler is slow dancing with... I thought it was going to be more fluid than that. I didn't know it had the instrumental at first. I thought it was just words. Let's try that again. Fail. Rewind. Let's try this again. Rewind. Cut. Cut. <laughs> What's happening, podcast world? Welcome into Fluent Grace Podcast, episode number 41. We are back after our, like, monthly break. <laughs> <laughs> By monthly, he means... Quarterly break. <laughs> Quarterly. We're, we were That's only right. trying to do like four of these a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every six months, we will attempt to all get in the same room and, and record. Our PPP money ran out from COVID relief, so. Our what? Isn't it the PPP loans? What is, is that, that? It's like the loans that these nonprofits could get during COVID. I have not got a PPP loan. Oh. I couldn't even tell you what that was. I don't know what it stands for. I, I think it's PPP. It has something with a P in it for loan and loan for COVID relief that the government gave nonprofits because our church got one. Shout out Uncle Sam. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thanks, Unc. Can I get another stimulus check while we're at it? Yeah. I'm looking for that CSP loan. What's that? Colin Sherrill pays. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> Although he did buy coffee today, so that's a good start. There. But he did not buy me a, a chocolate-sprinkled Krispy Kreme donut. I did not, because Krispy Kreme has terrible coffee. Mm. So we went more local. Support local, you know. So, sorry, Tyler. Maybe we have a local time. Krispy Kreme, though. This, mm. He went to <sighs> Sorority Girl Alley, <laughs> a.k.a. Heritage House, and purchased coffees for them. And it was amazing. Oh, white girling it up in here. That's me. Isn't that what they say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what Colin says. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah, in all seriousness, seriousness, though, it's been what two months since we've done this. At A least. lot has happened in two months. I mean, Tim had another baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, number four. There we go. Number four came out about twelve months early. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, all right. Dang it, Tyler. I, said, <laughs> I didn't want to cut much. Oh, you're I editing. didn't do you're it editing all this. <laughs> I didn't do it. Oh. What's new with you, Colin? Oh, nothing. Just uh, trying to save lives at the hospital. Dealing with the Rona. Dealing with the Rona. Trying to do a little youth ministry here at the old church building. With Rona regulations holding us back. What does Rona and youth ministry have in common? This is not a joke. I just want to know what y'all would, how y'all would finish <laughs> that sentence. What does it have in common, or how does it affect it? No. What do the What does the Rona and youth ministry have in common? This not is, much. This is the thought. Not of much. The day. I will say this though. Let's Let's do this. Let's talk about things we appreciate about the coronavirus mm. <laughs> related to youth ministry. Oh. <laughs> so for an example, the fact that teenagers have to wear masks in the building mm. keeps all the stink and breath mm. in their own space. Talking to you middle schoolers. <laughs> so the smell is much less teenagery. 
Mm. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. I'm still thinking though. <laughs> that's it. That's all I've got. Yeah. I mean, that's that's literally it. Mm. I've got nothing. Everything else related to the Rona. Poop emoji. Yes. Major poop emoji. Poop yeah. emojis. But I, I mean, we we have missed the the biggest news in the fluent grace world is uh, our very own Colin Sherrill got engaged. Yes, he did. That Woo. happened since the last time we recorded. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, about four years ago. Mm. But, I, you know. I thought you were already engaged. <clears throat> nope. Nope. Got engaged back in October. <laughs> mm. Yep. Long time ago. I think, actually, it was literally the week after we recorded. Yeah, because like I think we were, we were talking about it in here. Yeah. Yeah. And you were sitting over there knowing the whole time that this is coming. Yep. But us two had no idea, so we were just, you know. How'd this go down, Colin? Fill us in on the deets. <laughs> well, uh, found this girl. Really like her. <laughs> what? Uh, do you want all the details or just uh, went to the Walmart? <laughs> I don't meet the girl. No, I went and got a diamond ring and went down to the river walk after church. That way we were both dressed up and she didn't think anything was up because I don't dress up only for church. And uh, Dress up is relative, though. So I, I don't want to paint the false picture that Colin's like in a suit and tie or anything. Yeah, this is like uh, non denominational. He, he wore his clean jeans. Yeah, this is, mm. this is non denominational church dress up. This isn't a crazy Represent. dress up. Yep. Um, he wore the boots that didn't have the cow patties on them. Yes, mm. yes. I wore the high dollar ones yeah. from Walmart. Uh, we went down to the river walk down by the river. You know, Alan Jackson's got a song in there somewhere. And uh, just popped down on one knee, you know. And she said yes. Wow. After she Real cried simple. a little bit. After she cried a little bit. She did. She whimpered and cried a little. Because it caught her off guard so much. Did you take her to Crystal's afterwards? <laughs> That's a big <laughs> negative. Big negative. Did Heather cry when you proposed, Tyler? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't remember. Where'd that. y'all get engaged? Mountains? In the mountains, yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Carly's not a cry. She didn't cry any. Heather was disappointed with me on our wedding day because I didn't cry. Did you cry <laughs> on your wedding day? It was raining, so I got to hide all of that. Oh, uh, okay. So I had water streaming down my face, but it was rain. Yeah, I didn't. She was like, she's like, why weren't you crying? I'm like, well, I was happy. Why would I cry if I'm happy? <laughs> And then, like, yep. she, and then, like when our daughter was born, she was like bawling, and I was like not crying at all. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe my cryer's broken. I don't know. It's possible. That could be the sense that was taken away with COVID. Mm, the Rona. <laughs> the yeah. Rona got it. Yeah. The Rona got you well before it got anybody mm-hmm. else in the That's whole true. world. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. You started this whole thing, Tyler. Yeah. I did. Because your cryer was broke. <laughs> oh. Maybe, Tim. Maybe. Yep. That's possible. All right, so here we go. It's been a while. Y'all have been missing this segment. I have not thought about this at all. Oh, boy, here we go. It's time for the Fluent Grace Rant Sesh. And now, for everyone's favorite part of the show, the part where Tyler complains, Tim grumbles, and Colin just sits there and laughs. It's time for another Fluent Grace Rant Sesh. Enjoy. Rant Sesh. Hmm. Hmm. What are we going to rant about? Mm. Dang. It's been a while since we've done one of these. I'm kind of rusty. It has. You know, last time we ripped on matching pajamas. Mm. It's that time of year again, too. We talked about floor mats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's rant on Christmas cards. Says the person who sent out two. Two? We got two Christmas cards two? from y'all. Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. Yeah. Carly that, was like, well, they must not have been able to decide which one they liked, so they just sent us both of them. That's funny. You can tell Tyler has no clue that happened. I did, I'd have zero clue. Yeah. That's so, funny, though. For all you people that did not send me a Christmas card, Tyler's got you covered. Well, not anymore. I ran out of stamps. <laughs> so, Christmas cards. What do you think about them? What do you, what do you like about them? What do you think is ridiculous about them? I have never sent out a Christmas card. I will start with that. Mm. Mm. Um, that's never something I have done. Not because I have anything against them, but it's just too much work and effort. It's true. Let's be real. Yeah. I, I love a lot of people, and if I had a Christmas card list, it would be long, and there would be a lot of folks on them, mm-hmm. but I don't have a list. 
So this year I got our administrative lady at church to print out all of our covenant partners and regular tenders and print me some labels. And so it was pretty smooth, actually. That so way you don't you leave anybody out, off. You sent out a Christmas card to everybody who goes to your church? Yes. Yep. Atta boy. Every single one of them. Every regular attender and covenant partner that's in our system. Got what what is a regular attender? What, what? A regular attender is those who come on a regular basis but have not yet gone through with membership. How long do I have to attend to be considered a regular attender? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. You need to have that written down. That, that is an administrative person question of which I am not privy to. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, A, never never done a Christmas card. I hope I never have to. B, there is a guy that goes to church here who will walk around church with a stack of Christmas cards of like fam- his family's Christmas cards, just passing them out to people, making it rain Christmas. Yes, cards. and I'm like, I kind of like that, honestly. Like, you don't have to look up addresses, you don't have to put stamps on them, you don't have to put them in the mailbox. Mm. You just walk around handing them out. So if y'all see me just walking around with a stack of Christmas cards like that, it's because I don't want to have to go through all that effort. I have a million dollar idea: a card cannon. <laughs> Like with the T-shirt cannons, like it said this you, idea would cost us a million dollars. No, we would. It's a million-dollar profit idea. Huh. You load it up with your cards, and then you stand on the church stage and you just shoot them at people. It's fun and effective. And if it hits somebody just right, it like slices their <laughs> arteries. That's right. This is true. Then they it, bleed out in the floor, and Colin has to come do his could medical also work. Make on a them. great horror movie. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Take cover. Uh, nice. I, yeah, that uh, having someone with a stack of cards, that's kind of baller. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love to have a budget line item in my personal budget that's like, here's $5,000 to go make Christmas cards. <laughs> Can you imagine having that much? Well, I remember when we were making ours, like we got on these like bougie card websites, Snapfish, Shutterfly. We're like, yep, can't afford those on our salaries. So we had to resort to the CBS. Here's what I'm going to do. I love Christmas. Christmas cards are awesome. Everybody needs to have a Christmas card. I'm going to get my kids to just write Merry Christmas on a bunch of index cards, and we're just going to go handing them out. Oh, yeah. And you know that, especially the old people, they'd mm-hmm. eat that up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's free. It gives my kids something to do, and it communicates, hey, we wanted to give you a Christmas card. And they write your favorite uh, restaurants on the back and your address for gift cards. Perfect. Uh, All right. How about this? Since we're on the Christmas segment, Christmas music. Ooh. Oh, I love it. Like it or love it? Love it. Love it. Hate it. You hate it? No, I'm I'm just giving options. Oh. Like it, love it, hate it. Well, maybe the pagans hate it, but, you know, everybody who listens to this should love it. I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) I'll go like it. I'll go like it. You know, it gets to a point where I'm like, all right, I've had enough. I've had enough singing about Jesus' incarnation. Hmm. No, I'm going like (laughs) mainstream. Like, so Tyler loves pulling out the hymn book and singing the (laughs) Christmas hymns in a in a chanting way, with his brown robe and like Mm. bald spot on his head. (laughs) I am look, I for real am balding. Oh, hey, we are we're getting the Martin Luther folks. Sad day. (laughs) That's why you're wearing an Alabama ball cap. You Absolutely. Whenever you best believe when I start balding and like I'm hanging on like Donald Trump, I'm taking it. I'm just taking it all off. I'd rather be bald than barely hanging on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, just for men. No, just for men. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't want to pull a Saban and go with the just for men. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's going. It's going away. And hopefully the beard will stay so it looks somewhat presentable. Would you have a full beard with no hair on your head? Oh yeah. 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 I would look like a Q-tip if I didn't. Be horrible. <laughs> would you take the uh, like supplemental vitamins to grow your beard out if you like got to that point where you could my grow? beard? Like, uh, say you could not grow the beard out real thick anymore. Would you take those supplements? Because you know they make your like nails grow crazy. Yeah, longer. I don't know. I'd rather not have a third eyeball. Oh, that's in the true. Beard. <laughs> um, well, by that time you might have three kids. The third eyeball might be helpful. It's <laughs> true. True. All right, uh, best and worst Christmas songs. 
Little Drummer Boy is going to be my favorite. The worst. Dude, solid choice. Hold on. We need to pause real quick. There are very few people that f- truly appreciate the Little Drummer Boy. Uh, the is, most potent gospel message. I agree. Of any I agree. Christmas song. Have you heard? Have you heard the Carrie Underwood version? Oh, I haven't. Mm-mm. Your assignment. Listen, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood, Little Drummer Boy. It takes it to a whole nother level. I'm going to check that out. You should. My least should. favorite, uh, probably Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer or something <laughs> like that. Actually, that was kind of inter- entertaining. But something along those lines. Yeah. Solid. Solid choice. Colin? Uh, we won't judge you oh, yeah. outwardly if you don't pick a Christmas song about Jesus. All right, perfect. Just want to throw that out Thank there. you. Thank you. Because I'm going to go. Uh, I am going to judge you in my mind, though. I'm just Christmas in Dixie is a good one. We'll use uh, Roll Tide. Roll Tide to that one. Uh, Christmas cookies is a good one. There's one that's not uh, not Christian. I'm going all. Go? I'm going all Wait, non. How does that go? That's a song. Yeah. Sing Christmas cookies. Yeah. Y'all haven't heard that one. No, okay. No, well, y'all's homework is to go look that one up. George um, Strait sings that. We one. all know your favorite Christmas song is. The the red shoe is that what's the song? Mm, Christmas, Christmas, shoes. Christmas, Christmas shoes. shoes. Yeah. See, I was thinking that one was going to be uh, the one that I dislike the most. <laughs> Who writes that? Who writes a song like that? Exactly. Uh, yep. I, what is the purpose of it? It must be Madonna. <laughs> I mean, is that something that comes from a real life story? Hey, this is part of who I am. This happened to me in real life, and so I'm going to write a song about it. No, there's like, oh, this is a real tearjerker. I can make mm-hmm. at least two mil off this bad boy. That's exactly right. Who is uh, Mariah Carey? Her her Christmas hit. What's the song? Uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. You know what I'm talking about? I saw a Forbes article this past week. Annually, annually, her and this other dude make together a combined $160,000 in royalties annually off that song. One song. One song. That is a true one-hit wonder. I should have gotten into singing. Yeah, could you imagine getting one hundred and sixty thousand dollars every Christmas? Yeah, and you'd spent all of four minutes singing a song. Golly, unbelievable, unbelievable! All right, I'm going to go with least favorite first. How about that? That works. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh yes, that, mm. oof! Mm. Like get Cringe. that junk out of here. That every voice time. is so annoying. Uh huh. And, and that song. That's just all around the worst ever. Whoever puts hippopotamuses is. Says, and all the S's they put at the end. Says, <laughs> with Christmas. Who wants a hippopotamus for Christmas? I, Pass. Maybe somebody in Africa who's hungry or something. You know, that, you so get a they, lot of meat. So they want a hippo. dead hippopotamus to eat. Yeah, is that, that what that song's saying? Maybe. I mean, they you also reference the rhinoceros. Yeah, so, I mean, so, it I could mean, be in Africa. Hey, now if the song was about the rhinoceros, I might like it more. <laughs> Rhinoceroses are cool. Hippopotamuses are not. Yeah, yeah. How would you say m- multiple of giraffe? Giraffesis or giraffe Tyler's going to be thinking about the plural version <laughs> of is, all animals the rest per- of the night. This is perplexing. Oh, never mind. I want a hippopotamus. <laughs> that song is almost as bad as glitter. Oh my gosh! And mayonnaise. Glitter, glitter is the mayonnaise of Christmas. Like straight up, yep. it's mm-hmm. that's what hell is. Glitter and mayonnaise. Land of land of glitter, ocean of mayonnaise. It really is. That's the. I mean, and and that song on repeat. It's the lakes of fire. Is is what what John is saying in that revelation? Is the the red and yellow glitter waves? That's what he's seeing. There we go, folks. You uh, normally have fire and brimstone that bring people to Jesus. Tim was brought hey, to Jesus hey, with the, There's going to be mayonnaise there. Hey, <laughs> the burning sulfur smell. Have you mayonnaise. ever gotten glitter in your eye? Oh, that Lord is no. fire and brimstone right there. Oh, Lord, terrible. No. Oh my gosh! The other day, my three-year-old had glitter all over her dress, and we were wrestling around and got in my eye. Oh, the next three hours was some of the worst pain I've ever oh. felt. Mm. So I can definitely see how that will be present in hell. Yeah. So what yeah, are we talking about? Right I, I, well, I was going to tell you my favorite Christmas song. Oh, favorite Christmas oh, yeah. song. I've, went worse. I've gotten so distracted with my least favorite, I can't even think of a good one right now. <laughs> mm. uh, well, if we're going like secular Christmas, Sleigh Ride's pretty good. Oh, the Sleigh Ride together with you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's no, pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, if we're going out of the hymn book, Hark the Herald Angel Sings pretty good. Mm. It's got some good lyrics in there mm-hmm. that I just noticed today when I was watching the church's live stream. Mm. So I'll go Hark the Herald Angel Sing. So what are we talking about today, Tim? And now we will take a commercial break. Catch us later. Since you've stuck around, you get a very special thank you. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, since you're still here, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Fluent Grace Podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, he's, he's rubbing his eyes vigor- vigorously no, because gl- he's thinking about I glitter have, in his I eyes. have glitter in them for real. <laughs> Got that virtual glitter in there. Virtual mm. glitter. Mm. Power of suggestion just took over right there. Uh, have you seen the guys that do, speaking of Christmas and beards, the glitter beards? Ooh. That's horrible. Like, wh- why yes, would you ever yes. think that's a good idea? Yeah. The uh, obstacle course dude does that. Obstacle course yeah. dude. Mm. Yeah, I've you know seen the guy? Those. Yeah. Who are you talking you about? You do uh, these Spartan races. Dude, I don't know what is like. He has got he's got some name. He's got his own Instagram. Everything. It's like B- Glitter Beard Boy or something. <laughs> oh my know. god! But his beard's like Duck Dynasty, and it's full of glitter. Oh yuck! It's horrible. Yuck! Yeah. Mm-mm. But everybody loves him, and they want a picture with him. So, well, you could be that guy. Now, if it pay off my home, you know, I might consider things. So, so here we are. We are rapidly coming to the end of 2020, mm. which this has been a horrible year because we've only recorded like six podcasts that's the only reason this year has been horrible yeah it would have been everybody would have had a more tolerable year if we'd have been putting out more content to enjoy during the horridness of everything else that's true yeah so this has been a rough year because we've only put out six episodes uh one of the things that's happened a lot this year that i want us to talk about for a few minutes is the idea of cancel culture what do you guys think of when we talk about cancel culture, and what are your feelings about it? Tim, the f- give us your best uh, cancel culture explanation. Explanation? Like definition? Definition. I draw. I drew a blank. Yeah. Well, the best way to define something is by giving an example. So uh, I'll give you an example of something that just recently got canceled. And basically, it's, it's any time a person or persons looks at someone or something and decides it is not like they disagree with it. And so instead of just respectfully disagreeing, they're going to propose that it be banned from everything for all time. So like the Cleveland Indians baseball team has just recently lost their nickname due to cancel culture. They have been canceled. Now I, we are not going to sit here and, debate whether or not the Cleveland Indians should have kept their name or not, because that's not for this podcast. But that's just an example of something being canceled uh, because of a disagreement with it on some level. Hmm. And there's, I I mean, you can Google this. There's a thousand things that have been canceled this year. But, uh, you know, if we are uh, sitting here talking about how the gospel should affect all areas of life, one of the things that's been pretty prevalent this year is the canceling of people and products and positions and companies and all this stuff so gospel perspective uh what should we be thinking about this uh cancel culture is not gospel culture is what i would say because the gospel takes what should truly be canceled (laughs) which is us and brings us out of cancellation into um into sonship and into being so I would say the gospel message in and of itself is the complete opposite of cancel culture. I would agree. Somebody well-respected said one time, cancel culture is not kingdom culture. Mm. And somebody was you. Do you remember saying that? Uh, no. <laughs> it's just those wise you words. You said that one time. Yeah. Come out often. Yeah. yeah. No. That was probably the episode we didn't actually publish. Nice. <laughs> I would agree, though, right? Gospel uh, takes a group of people, i.e. everybody— who should be canceled due to sin and redeems. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it just tends to lead down the path of, uh, use the saying, burning bridges. Um, if we try to major on the minors in the cancel culture world, the amount of relationships that can be hurt through it, uh, the amount of you know future impact that you uh, may be able to have on 
people that may believe differently on whatever y'all are, you know, you're trying to cancel, um, may be affected in the future. Um, so I would tend to steer towards the be cautious in your cancel culture. I'm not saying there isn't some things you need to cancel. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some things you don't need to be a part of. And Netflix, <laughs> dude, their prices keep going up. Cancel that junk. Yep. There you go. Um, but I, uh, would caution you on impacting relationships within cancel culture. Because the reality is that no matter what we're talking about, you can have two people who love Jesus equally, are saved, are going to spend eternity with him, and you can have different opinions on a variety of things. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if you want to look at it from a gospel perspective, Jesus promises you that you will be canceled. (laughs) If, If you're pursuing him... And, and you're pursuing gospel mission and a true gospel with a true gospel message, you're going to be canceled. The world will cancel you because the gospel is offensive. That's a good point. I mean, think about Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was canceled. Everybody liked him when he was healing people, turning water into wine at parties, and and bringing mm-hmm. people back from the dead and free food. And then he's like, "Oh, hey, by the way, I'm the only way to the Father, and so you need to repent of your sin." Uh, I don't like that, bro. I'm going to cancel that. And what is it that he says, uh, the world hated me, the world's going to hate you? Why? Because it hated me first. Yep. So if you love Jesus, you will be hated by the world, i.e. canceled in some form or fashion. I mean, what's the—and this is like—and this was prophesied about Jesus, talking about the incarnation and Christmas, and I mean, Isaiah, is it Isaiah 53, I think, is where it comes from, and talking about the Savior who is to come— and it says that they esteemed him not, <laughs> you know, like already projecting that he was going to be canceled. And his incarnation and coming was in order that we would not be canceled, ultimately. So while we will be canceled by the world, we are not canceled eternally by God because of him coming to be canceled. How about that? Oof. That was really good. I'm going to get all up in my Sunday message for this Sunday, but we're looking at the incarnation out of Luke 2. And what's so interesting is the very first proclamation of Jesus' coming. I'm not talking about like the angel to Mary. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking like to to an individual post-birth was to shepherds. And shepherds in that culture were the ones who were canceled by culture. Like they were the spies. They were not. They were not the polished individuals, and so I, just, I think that's interesting. How the proclamation of Jesus's coming didn't come to the Pharisee or the the high priest or the the polished, but it came to the canceled, which is pretty cool. And it's interesting the reason for being canceled in that culture, when compared with the reason for being canceled in our culture today, is extremely different. Right, because the shepherds absolutely they were canceled, but it was because they were not worth anything economically. Yep. It was because they took care of dirty sheep. It was because they had less education. Right. So it was a essentially, it was for social reasons. And so they got canceled. They weren't worth it. In today's world and in our culture. I was looking at this uh, earlier, read a couple of articles on it. Forbes writes articles about this, the New York Times, um, all these big publications have written about it. And and in our day, what cancel culture is, a senator said this, Senator Tom Cotton says, ultimately, cancel culture is animated by a single idea that America at its core is fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. And so I read that, and I was like, you know what? That's true. (laughs) Don't know if I disagree with it. (laughs) Like... That is the case. Abs- yes, America and Europe and Iran and fill in the blank, whatever country you want, yes, we are fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. But here's the problem. It's not just some segments of those cultures that are irredeemable and wicked. It's all of it. Mm-hmm. Every piece of our culture is fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. And not just our culture, every culture, <laughs> if you exist on this planet. Every piece of European culture, fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. Every piece of African-American culture, fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. 
Mm-hmm. Every piece of Muslim culture, fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. Every piece of my culture, fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. I, and we could go on. Right? What about the Aborigines? Fundamentally irredeemable and wicked. <laughs> right? All of it. Every single piece of it is that. I mean, that's the case. And so for us to say that you know a certain segment of any culture needs to be canceled is, one, it's irresponsible. Two, it is extremely judgmental because we are viewing ourselves and whatever platform we're standing on as better than that which we are trying to cancel. Mm-hmm. So, so while the reason for being canceled has changed over the years, it's all the same stuff. Same stuff, different message. Yeah, which is trash. Yep. And something else I was thinking about is another thing that cancel culture looks into is just the, I mean, for lack of better terms, creating idols. And the people don't want you to cancel the exact culture that they're going off of because of the earthly idol that it is to them and to many others. And so I would... I've seen that a lot where um, people try to cancel somebody who was an idol to them and now they have changed and they're like, no, we're just going to cancel them because they've changed and caution as well. I've been saying that a lot, but caution as well in that. I think we talked about that a little bit last time we recorded with relation to politics Mm. and government. You know, when we elevate these things to a status of God which is ultimately what we're doing when we create idols, then whenever that thing is not able to live up to our expectation of it, then boom, canceled. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, here's a question. Is there a difference between canceling people and canceling sin? Yeah, absolutely, right? You know, I don't want anybody to listen to this and say, oh, well, we need to just be accepting and tolerant of everybody and everything they do because we can't trash. Right, and that's what I was getting at earlier on talking about there are things that you still need to cancel like obviously tim was joking about canceling netflix like because of the prices but let's get real here you need to cancel your Pornhub account you know like i mean you don't need that that's a that's a clear sin so there there is still cancel culture that needs to happen because of the sin that is in our world or you go to you know something that has been debated back and forth you know, something as high level as abortion. I, I mean, there's no there's no way that you can scripturally defend the unchecked uh, practice of abortion. I mean, you just can't do it. So the sin itself needs to be canceled. I mean, that needs to be done away with. Now, in any way, shape, or form, does that mean that somebody who has participated in that needs to be canceled because they sinned in that way? Nope. Negative. Big negative. Because am I any better than that person? No. Negative. negative. It doesn't matter what you or I have done, right? If we have sinned at all, we are equally as guilty of eternal damnation as anybody else. True. Saddam Hussein, Adolf Hitler. I'm just going to stick to historical figures because if I start saying current folks... <laughs> Might trigger some this people. This podcast might get canceled. Hey, LeBron James. Hey, boy. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> trigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a big difference between, you know, canceling sin and canceling people for their sin. Okay? Because, like we said, people are irredeemable at their core. We're irredeemable and wicked without Jesus. Okay, and it's only through him that we are able to be redeemed and are no longer considered wicked. So, there you go. And Jesus is equally as able to redeem the person or business or practice that you are canceling as he is to redeem you or me. So, There should be a whole lot more uh, listening than canceling, you know? Yep. And not, I'm not talking about listening to... That's not an, an argument for inclusion either. I'm saying before you go and cancel somebody based off a of personality or what you think your conviction is, you should probably listen to them first. You know? Mm-hmm. Go back to what your mama said. You got two ears, one mouth. You should listen twice as much as you talk. I thought you were going with that, that you should listen to our podcast before you cancel somebody. That's mm-hmm. fair. Very fair. 
But speak, you use the word inclusion. How about this from some person that I can't pronounce their name? Uh, the Associate Vice President for Diversity, Inclusion, and Equity. Equity? It says equity. It's probably supposed to say equality. Anyway, at uh, Guilford College in Greensboro, North Carolina, says that someone's cancellation is almost always in direct response to largely unchecked actions that are problematic or questionable. Hmm. So what she's saying is that if I view your actions as being problematic or questionable, then my response can be to cancel that. Wrong. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like those those memes. Why would we say let's let's ask this question. Why would that be incorrect? Because you're elevating yourself at that point to the point of truth. So you're the arbiter of truth at that point. And no no human being that exists should be the arbiter of truth besides the one who was here 2,000 years ago, who was flawless in every way. It's kind of, no. You got two people that are both wrong. One of them's just a little bit less wrong. No, you're still both wrong. Just cancel both of them and be done with it. No, that's true. <laughs> Gosh. I'll never cancel you, Crystal. <laughs> I canceled you a long time ago, Crystal. So here, And here's one of the dangers with cancel culture. Let's bring it to the world in which we all live, right? We all get a paycheck from a church. We're all on some level of staff at church. So what happens when cancel culture becomes so ingrained in us as a people that we start canceling things like church because it doesn't line up with what we think should be correct? Or we start canceling leaders because they do not make the decisions that we think they should make. What was the question? Origi- <laughs> uh, what was the original question? What do we do with that? Yeah, I mean, one of the dangers with cancel culture is it starts creeping into oh, our yeah. relationship with God's people, with the church. And so we start canceling the church. We start canceling our leaders because we may not agree with something. Yep. Find me the scripture that says cancel your church based on your preference, preferences, and then I'll believe you. But you're not, you might find that in the Book of Mormon, but you're not going to find that in the Genesis 3 Revelation. What about the verse that says oh boy. that when I disagree with how my church has handled a response to the Rona, I can cancel them? Yeah, is that in Fourth Opinions 319? or Third Opinions. Third Opinions. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You're close. Yeah. Or how about I can cancel my leaders because they do not make the correct uh, decisions in my mind. Shocker. A person who also lives with a fallen nature makes a decision that's not the best decision. Oh my goodness. How in the world could that happen? Shocker. Get that junk out of here. <laughs> my throat punch you. Whoever's listening is acting that way. Ooh, he's getting triggered real fast. I do get triggered, bro. Get that junk out of here. And here's the thing. Like, we have listeners to this podcast all over the world, not to pat ourselves on the back or anything, but, you know, we do. I mean, we've had folks listen to it from Spain and Ireland and Iran and Russia and what are some of those other places? Uh, uh, the Aborigines? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, think, I think we've had a couple of, <laughs> a couple of uh, Australian listens. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this is no different for anybody regardless of what culture you're in right because we're all going through this right now and if you are a believer in jesus and attend attend a local congregation right you're going to be faced with this you're not going to agree with everything that your church may do in response to the virus or your leadership may propose but you know what is it really that big of a deal i mean is it worth harming relationships over that is it worth canceling the relationships that you have built that the Lord has placed in your life because you don't agree with some minor thing that they've proposed? No. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> so whether you are in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or Mountain View, California, or Atlanta, Georgia, or Barcelona, Spain, right? It's the same for everybody. 
we all have the temptation to think that our way is the best way and cancel everybody else, but that's not biblical. I, I mean, there is nowhere in Scripture that would support that. So uh, that would be our warning, I guess. All right, here's a good question. GIF or JIF? I call them, uh, I call it JIF. I call it GIF. You're the tiebreaker. Well, here's the deal. One of you are right and one of you are wrong. So what's right and wrong? Who's getting canceled? Okay, before you answer this, I've looked this up because I've had this debate. You call it GIF I call it GIF. I call it GIF because what kind of peanut butter do you eat? What? Peter what? Pan. Peter, yeah, Peter what Pan. Brand DG doll. <laughs> what brand of peanut butter? Schmuckers. <laughs> We're just gonna go all the way around. Come on, guys. I use that kind that's got the grape jelly mixed in. Whole stripes. Whole stripes. Okay, you eat GIF peanut butter, right? With uh, a J. I eat Jif. Okay, Jif. So, Jif. GIF is spelled with a G. Yeah. So, Jif. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the deal. What do you, you what do you call it? You can't say that with like the word rain. How do you spell rain? Yeah. It still starts with an R <laughs> either yeah, but way. How do you spell rain? <laughs> R A I N. Well, you can also spell it R E I G H N. <laughs> something <laughs> but it still starts with an r <laughs> i'm not talking about the first letter i'm talking about the middle letters ranganing <laughs> no it's rain <laughs> stupid english language cancel yep. it cancel, cancel the, the english whole, language the it's whole, gif the whole english language gif done. gif is canceled <laughs> Yes, but Google is going to say GIF, but I don't agree with Google. Cancel Google. Forget them. (laughs) So I'm canceling. Hey, if you're listening to us in Mountain View, California, and you work for Google, we're not being serious right now. I'm going to Yahoo. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to the old Yahoo. What you're speaking of, don't don't you still have a Yahoo account? Yeah, I still have a Yahoo email. Dude, Colin still uses AIM, Instant Messenger. (laughs) What was your Instant Messenger name? I didn't have that. MySpace account? How about that? <laughs> no, didn't have that either. Anyway. Hey. We should probably wrap this up. We probably should. <laughs> we need a world record. <laughs> Christmas edition. We're just jumping to the end. Right Christmas here. edition world record. You better hey, have a good one. Hey, before we get to world record, I'm going to give you time to get prepared over there. All right. Okay. I'm going to leave our listeners with a tease. We have a Christmas present for you guys as listeners. I paid money for this, and you will appreciate it, okay? I have not told Tyler or Colin that I've done this, so we're all finding this out together, okay? All right, first off. Do I get some money? First off, can you guys commit to recording another podcast next week before Christmas at some point? Oh, yeah, probably. Uh, I'm out. I'm out of town next week. You for real? I'm for real. I'm out of town next week for real. Get out of here. (laughs) All right, it'll be a New Year's present, week after Christmas. I might can do that. I can do it. All right. Week after Christmas, uh, I have purchased two of the world's hottest gummy bears. Oh. Ooh. So Tim's eating. So we're drawing straws to see who. I will not eat a hot gummy bear. Who eats hot gummy bears? Oh, you might. I'm not eating a hot gummy bear. All right. So oh, Tyler, Colin's eating them all. Tyler says you guys are not worth it as listeners. Canceled. <laughs> I'm canceling myself. We are pink slipping Tyler. He's done. Yep. Never again. Uh, Do I this get a severance be, package? This will be videoed and recorded, and it's for y'all's amusement and entertainment. So there you go. Tune back in next time we do this. Before the end of the year, it will happen. I'm going to bring a fruitcake, too, and one of y'all is going to eat a fruitcake. Y'all ever eaten a fruitcake? Yeah. It looks like dog vomit prepackaged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. World record time. Hit us. It's the Colin hosting the Guinness World Record. All right. So we are in the Advent season, correct? What does Advent mean, Colin? Coming of Christ. Is that all? That's my that's my definition. All right. How do you spell that, Colin? Gosh.
Colin, what's the Greek word of that? Can you give me the Greek word, Colin? I cannot give hey, you the Greek word. If we have word, anybody Colin. listening to us from Greece, if you could send us an email, fluentgracepodcast at gmail.com, and let us know what the Greek word for Advent is. I really don't know either. <laughs> Thank you. Back to the Guinness World Records. <laughs> Advent calendar. Either y'all do an Advent calendar? We do. Okay, Advent calendar. This one has chocolates in it. It is the fastest time to eat all the chocolates from an Advent calendar. I mean, doesn't it take 25 days? It takes, uh, there's 24 chocolates in there. So what was the question? Yeah, one a day. The fastest time to eat all the chocolates from an Advent calendar. Oh, yeah, 20, yeah, it'd be 24, you eat one a day. Yeah, well, they didn't do it one a day. They just downed them suckers. They really wanted to, to inhale the season. Yes, they got all 25 right there, right at one time. I don't know. How long do you think it took them to eat 24 I mean, are we chocolates? Are chocolate chips or Hershey bars? I mean, these are uh, the nice little squares, one inch already, by one is inch. Is it already opened, or, are you or do they about have like to open it? Valentine's Day candies that are disgusting? Yeah. Yeah, were they already opened out of the advent calendar, or do they have to open them? I uh, think they're already opened. Okay, I'm going to say thirty seconds. I'm going to go twenty nine seconds, just in case it's lower. I win. You should have went over one minute twenty seven seconds. He ate twenty four of the chocolates. That's really. I feel like we could do better than that. All right, Tyler, go get you an, a chocolate advent calendar. How about have y'all seen all the different kinds of advent calendars they have? Oh yeah, it's crazy. Wine and cheese. Uh huh. Mm. Oh, I've never been a part of the wine and cheese crowd. I haven't either, but I've heard that it exists. Yeah, I would love a steak and potato advent calendar. <laughs> How awesome would that be? It's like a milkshake. <laughs> Keep it in the freezer. <laughs> they just hooked me up with a Reese's every day of Advent. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What they had a bacon advent calendar. Bacon and Reese's. Oh, that's a good idea. Dude, all right. We digress. Best bacon in town, what would you say? Oh. Hmm. City Cafe, hands down. I had it for breakfast this morning. It was the best <laughs> bacon I've ever had Was it life. thin or thick bacon? <laughs> See, I like thick bacon. I like thick bacon. It, it wasn't thick. It wasn't thick. I but like it was, it was uh, perfectly cooked. Uh, it wasn't like a potato chip, mm. but it wasn't mush either. Eggers Bakery has some pretty fire bacon. Fire I'm going to go uh, Ramajamas with the 17 pieces of bacon on their BLT. They give you 17 pieces yeah, of bacon? Yeah, it's called the uh, National Championship BLT. Dang. Roll what does that mug cost? Like $10? It's like $12. <laughs> it goes up a dollar every championship <laughs> yeah. we win. So shout out if you're in the Tuscaloosa area. Go hit up City Cafe, Edgar's, and Ramajamas for their bacon and tell them Fluent Grace sent you. And you're not going to no kind of you're going to get no discount. Absolutely They're going to look nothing. at you like you have you have two heads. But but hey, we will be very proud of you. <laughs> Send us an email. Say you did it. How about this? Go order some bacon just for the like. We know that you guys probably aren't still listening to this, but no, for the one no person chance. that is still listening, and you're around, mm. do us like give us a Christmas present. Go to one of these places, order bacon, send us a picture of it, and, and Tim will send you a Fluent Grace T-shirt. I mm-hmm. absolutely will. It's probably going to be probably going to be Tim's mom. So. He'll already get a Christmas present. Family doesn't count. If you're related to me, Tyler, Colin, you don't count. You will get a Fluent Grace t-shirt. You will. And those things were expensive. I'm just going to throw that out there. They were. This is a real prize. Tyler, do you wear your shirt? I don't know where it is. I think Heather took it. Do do y'all wear yours? Do you you still have it? Yeah. still have it. Yeah, I still got mine. I'll probably have to like ship my T-shirt though, because the lady that made them went out of business. <laughs> oh really? No way. Golly, Tim yeah. put them out of business. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Canceled. I'm just kidding. She did not get canceled. Anyway. All right, that is it. Look for our Christmas present at some point before the end of the year. Tyler and Colin committed to it. That's all we got, folks. Deuces. Merry Christmas. We'll see you later. Do, we say, do we say Happy Hanukkah? Do we have Jewish listeners? I'm sure we do. Mm. We love you guys. Yep. We out. What else do we have? Kwanzaa? I don't even know what I don't, that is. I don't, what is Kwanzaa? I don't know. How we're going to get off in the rent. Yeah, we I out. I don't know what any of that is. So, appreciate you listening. Um, make sure you go follow us, like us, do all those things. Subscribe to us. Make a review. Make a review. 
write a review. It's like when people say make pictures. Anybody y'all know say make a picture? Mm-hmm. Sure. I've heard people who go, hey, we want to make pictures. How in the world are you going to make a picture? <laughs> you got to break out the film and... <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Go in a dark yeah. room. All right, so forget all that stuff. Go write a review for us. We would appreciate it. Five stars just because Tyler's that good. I mean, this episode's been about an hour and a half at this point. Yeah, but I've got to cut a lot. So, anyway. Deuces. Later. Hippopotamus. Felix Culpa by Keen's Kaleidoscope.